This is Finance with Kids, a podcast to teach kids all about money. I'm Steve Coffrin. And this is Ava Coffrin. On this show, we take questions from kids all around the world and help provide answers so they can become financially successful on their own. So let's jump in and learn all about finance. Dad, you mean learn all about finance. Welcome back, everyone. My wonderful co-host, Ava, and I are really excited to have everyone tuning in for another episode of Finance with Kids. First off, I want to give a shout out to all of our young viewers and listeners who have been sending in their questions related to money and finance. It's great to see so many inquisitive kids being proactive about their financial fitness. That's right, Dad. Thanks, everyone, for sending in your questions. We're working on getting them all answered, but for today's episode, we're going to focus on a question sent in by our friend McCoy. That's right. So let's go ahead and listen to what McCoy has on his mind. Hi, my name's McCoy. I'm six and three quarters old, and I live in South Orange, New Jersey. My question is, who invented the coins and why are they round? That's a really good question, McCoy. What do you think, Dad? Awesome. This is a great question. Thanks, McCoy. To kick things off, I'll start by saying that coins have been an essential part of human civilization for thousands of years. They were created as a medium of exchange to make trading goods and services easier. The first coins, as we know them today, were invented around 2,500 years ago by the ancient Lydians in what is now modern-day Turkey. That's right, Dad. I remember we talked about the history of money in our Why is Money Green episode. Those early man-made coins were made from a mixture of gold, silver, and other precious metals, and they were all shaped like small round disks. That's right. But I don't think we talked about why coins were round, did we? We didn't, but there's a good reason that coins are round. And there's actually not just one reason, but there's a whole bunch. One reason is that it makes them much easier to handle. For example, counting and stacking round coins is much easier compared to coins with different shapes. You mean they'd be harder to hold and stack if they were shaped like a square, for example? Hmm, that seems a little too simple, Dad. What are some other reasons coins are round? Well, another reason for their shape is that round circles are harder to counterfeit. That means it's difficult for people to make fake versions of coins because it's hard to cut out a perfect circle. So the shape of the coins isn't just about functions, it's also about practicality too. All right, that makes sense. Thanks for clearing that up. Now, I think I already know the answer to this, but why do we get coins in different sizes? Is it because they're more valuable, like how a dime is smaller than a quarter? Oh, good point. That's a tricky one, because although a dime is smaller and worth less than a quarter, A nickel is bigger than a dime, even though a nickel is only worth five cents and a dime is worth 10 cents. That's true, but why is it like that, Dad? My guess is that it's because of what they're made of that makes them more or less valuable. That's a great guess, Ava, and it's pretty sound reasoning. Some coins are made of more precious metals, like gold and silver, while others are made of more inexpensive materials, like copper and nickel. Whoa, so nickels are actually made out of nickel? Well, yeah, ha, but to be totally honest, most coins are made up of a mix between copper and nickel nowadays, even dimes. Up until about 1965, 
all the dime coins in the U.S. were made from silver, but it's not like that anymore. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, now let's talk about where the coins actually come from. Can you tell us who makes them and what the entire process involves? Absolutely, baby. Okay, so in most countries, including here in the states, coins are produced by the government through a process called minting. First, they start with big sheets of metal, and then they cut them into small round pieces called blanks. Then these blanks go through a special machine that presses the design onto them. It's kind of like a super cool stamp. And after that, they check the coins to make sure they're perfect and shiny before sending them out to banks. It takes a lot of steps, but that's basically what goes into manufacturing coins in different denominations and distributing them to banks and other financial institutions where we can get them and use them on our own. That's super interesting, Dad. So, how are coins different from paper money then? Like, why do you need both? You know? You're asking all the right questions today. I love it. So, coins are physical objects that you can hold and feel. Whereas paper money is made of a more thin, flexible material. The main reason that coins are still in use alongside paper money is that they're much more durable. Coins can withstand wear and tear much better than paper money because it's so fragile and can get easily torn or damaged. Cool. I guess that makes them valuable in more than one way. And I also heard that coins are a way for different countries to show off their nationality or national identity. Is that true? That's absolutely true. That's why we often see different symbols, faces, and designs on coins. These symbols and faces can represent a lot of things that are special to each country, like historical figures, important landmarks, national emblems, or even cultural symbols that reflect the country's heritage. Okay, let's do a little pop quiz for you, Dad. Whose face is on the dime coin? Ah, okay. I'm down for a challenge. Okay, so a dime. Let me think here. The dime has a picture of Franklin D. Roosevelt on it. Do you know who he is and why he's important? I'm the one asking the questions here, Dad. Remember? All right, all right. Okay, so FDR was a president during a difficult time called the Great Depression. He worked really hard to help our country through that tough period. So they put his face on the dime as a way to say thank you for his leadership. That's really nice. Yeah, so it's more than just money. Coins are like a mini history lesson every time you look at your change. Plus, it helps us learn and remember important people and moments from our past. So next time you look at a coin, see if you can spot the special design and think about the story it tells. Wow, that's really amazing, Dad. So sometimes you might see pictures of special places like national parks or famous landmarks, and other times you might see pictures of important events or people from history. It's like a little gallery of our country's history right on the coins. That's right, Ava. And did you know that some people actually make a hobby out of collecting coins? They do. Why? Yes, for some people, let's call them coin enthusiasts. Collecting coins is like going on a special treasure hunt for tiny pieces of history. Each and every coin has a story to tell and can teach us about different times, countries, and cultures. Some collectors do it because they love the designs and the details on coins, and they enjoy studying the pictures and symbols on them. Other times, collectors will look for rare coins that are hard to find because it's exciting to discover something special. And what exactly makes a certain coin special, Dad? Well, for example, they might have mistakes on them, like a picture that is a little bit wrong or a misprint in the writing. 
These mistakes can make a coin really valuable to collectors. There are also coins that are made for special events or anniversaries, and those can be super cool too. So if you ever find a cool or interesting coin, remember that you might have started your own little collection. Wow, I feel like I was definitely taking my coins for granted. I usually don't even look at them. I always thought paper money was more valuable because it's just more money. But next time I get some change or find a coin on the ground, I'm going to make sure I inspect it to see if it's special. That's a great idea, Ava. Well, I feel like we covered all of McCoy's questions and more, don't you? Yeah, I think we definitely did. Remember guys, keep sending in your finance questions to us. We love to hear from you and can't wait to do more episodes like this where we talk about the stuff you are curious about. And if you haven't already, remember to make sure you are subscribed to Finance with Kids so that you don't miss a single episode. Thanks for reminding everyone, Ava. That is great. Pretty soon, you'll be hosting the show all by yourself and I'm going to be fired. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us for the show. If you want to be a part of this podcast, ask your parents to help you record your question on a voice recording app and then email us at hello at financewithkids.com. Be sure to include your first name, age, and the city where you live. Oh yeah, if you like this show, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. See you next time.